From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. This week was a very, very sad week for the world. The beloved Queen Elizabeth II passed away after 96 years on this earth, 70 as a monarch, and she actually was the longest reigning monarch in Great Britain's history. Uh, She was revered uh, and much respected. And it's going to be very interesting to watch the world grieve together in a few weeks as we all feel like we are going to go to her funeral, which will be televised. But doctor, what's very interesting is we are all grieving. Americans, people from Africa, Asia. She was the queen for the world. And she reigned so long that almost all of us, our entire life, remember her. And she became almost like a symbol for milestones of our lives. You know, I came across an interesting article in The Guardian, and the headline is, In Grieving for the Queen, We Also Mourn the losses in our lives. And that's what I want to talk to you about today, Dr. B, is here's a woman, rightly so, well-known and beloved, but why are we grieving for the queen at the same time some of us are also mourning for the losses in our own life? Why does the death of a great figure remind us of, if I want to say, unmourned deaths? Explain that phenomenon. Okay, and you know this is a phenomenon you know that I see in my practice, you know, with the people dealing with these things, and you know, grief it doesn't magically uh, end at a certain point after you lose a loved one, and reminders can often bring back you know the pain of the loss, and I want to talk today about reminders and anniversary reactions so that people could understand maybe some of their own emotions about this event. Okay, so as we get ready for Elizabeth's funeral, we're going to see a segment of the population very saddened by this woman's death. But again, we're talking about how some of us internalize her death to remind us of those that we've lost in the past. And many of those, as you say, are unmourned deaths. Can you explain that for us? The process of grief is complicated. And the people that tend to have the most difficulty with grief with a person they lost is the one they had mixed feelings about. They had what we call ambivalent feelings towards them. So um, if somebody had ambivalent feelings, you know, towards, you know, a loved one, they usually have the most difficulty with this. Explain why that is. I mean, you know, regret is a horrible, horrible thing. And and that's why I always tell friends that have had some sort of riff with an elderly parent to come back and heal the riff, get an understanding, because there is nothing worse than losing a loved one and not to have come to some sort of agreement and to be stuck at some impasse. You know, that leads to horrific regret. Uh, we could be talking about an anniversary reaction or somebody who has, if you've, uh, there is a setback, like something like this, they could reflect on other loved ones that were important to them. 
So that's kind of what we're talking about, an anniversary reaction. We'll continue talking about that. Okay, so I want to get down to the nitty gritty. Let's break this down. What is, when you say reaction, what are some of the symptoms to expect when grief returns? Okay, well, you know, it can occur over anniversaries of a death of somebody, holidays, birthdays, events, celebrations that remind you know, us of that individual that we lost. Okay, even sight, sound, smells, uh, and it could be unexpected and it could last for a while and it could throw people really, throw them off, okay? So what, do you, what happens? You know, in, in the course of grief, uh, and which can be unpredictable, this anniversary action, it could be a few days or be more extensive. I mean, people get angry, anxious, crying spells, depression, fatigue, guilt, loneliness, pain, sadness, can't sleep. I mean, there's a lot of stuff here. And when it goes on and on, people have to do something about it. Give me some tips to cope with grief. One is you got to be prepared. Okay, and this thing's a normal reaction. You know, your mom died a certain day, you know, and, and you get upset. You know, and you have expectation of being upset even before the date. It's what we call an anniversary reaction. Understanding, oh, that's what this is. That's why I'm feeling like that really helps a person. Then just plan some distractions. If you know about it, you know, get gathering with friends or the family, reminisce your relationships with them and even start new traditions, you know. Around mom's birthday, you know, you do something, go away with people, do whatever you want to do and connect with others, you know, friends, loved ones. And, you know, and talk about it because they knew the individual as well. And look, if you're feeling all kinds of things, don't be afraid of it. But it becomes more intense. That's a whole different story. Well, I want to steer it back to Elizabeth. You know, I was reading that Prince William in his statement right after her death said that his grandmother always told him that grief is the price we pay for love. That's beautiful. I mean, it's true. Grief can also be very, very healthy if it goes through the normal paces of of grieving. And I want to ask you, what are some of the, the steps of grieving? I know one of them would be anger, for instance. Okay. You know, before anger, you know, first is denial. And a lot of people, first, they can't believe this thing happened. You know, they deny, you know, the death. We can't believe this is happening. And you know, that's why you also have rituals that you actually see the dead body in certain, you know, religions. You know, people, you know, start to feel very depressed and it could get really out of hand. And when it gets very intense, that's when people have to seek some professional help. So people have obviously been very sad about Queen Elizabeth dying. And I've been reading a lot of stories and 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 friends and people who worked for her are, are coming out and saying, you know, she was regal. She was smart. She was kind. She was generous. But what a lot of people don't know was that she was funny. Right. I bet. Did you mm-hmm. know that the queen was funny? Yes, I did. I did. Well, here's a funny story that I read very quickly. It took place many, many years ago. There were 
there were two young hikers and they were near Belmoral, which is her home in Scotland. They were hiking, these young Americans, and they came across a woman with a scarf around her face and she had these big glasses and they you know, ran into her and they said, hi, you know, we're from America and we're hiking. And uh, by the way, over there is that Belmoral. And she said, yes. And they said, oh, you must be a neighbor of the queen. Oh, yeah. I've never met her, but I understand she's nice. Then they look at the bodyguard and said, have you ever met the queen? And the bodyguard says, I met her once. She's very cranky, but she's got a good sense of humor. Then they said, can we get a picture with you? And they got a picture with the three of them. And Her Majesty later said, as the boys went down the hill, I'd love to be a fly on the wall when these guys show these photographs to friends in America. And hopefully someone tells him who I am. (laughs) That's great. Oh, I know she's has a great sense of humor. So, um, you know, I don't know if people knew enough about that, but we're all going to miss her. Yeah, we are. We are. And and I guess that would be my tip is when you remember someone, remember something fun about them. You know, who doesn't want to be remembered for being funny or fun or, or just wonderful to be around? You know, I hope this helped some people who do have these anniversary reactions and they understand them a little bit better. And we put, we've shown some light on it. You know, we have an event, you know, that affects everybody. So I would think somehow this touches all of us. Yeah, right. And it's, it's just one more time to leave you with what Queen Elizabeth said. Grief is the price we pay for love. So true. And if you want to learn more about this, we're going to be putting a blog up this week. And our website is www.bregmanmd.com. And we thank you for listening. From Bregman, MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.